Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. Hello and welcome to the Market Your Message show. I'm your host, Jonathan Milligan, and author of the book, Your Message Matters, How to Rise Above the Noise and Get Paid for What You Know. And we are still in our book series, our book club series, Taking my latest book, Your Message Matters, and breaking it down and teaching it like an audio course, one chapter at a time. So if you've got a copy of the book, Your Message Matters, I encourage you to go grab it. Use it as a textbook as we walk through this together. If you still do not have a copy of the book, you can get a free copy by actually going to yourmessagemattersbook.com yourmessagemattersbook.com and grab your free copy. All we ask is that you pay the shipping and handling and we'll ship it out to you. I think it's $4.95 and the book is yours. All right, so we're going to dive into chapter eight, people. Who do you want to help? And if you remember big picture for a second, there's this Ignite Your Message Framework that we've been working through, and it really involves three things. Remember we talked about the elements of you need to have heat, oxygen, and fuel in order for you to have a fire. Remember, as a messenger who wants to have a powerful message, there are three ingredients you need. You need purpose, which we've been working through together. Your purpose is bringing your unique self and your unique gifts into your business and using them to help others. And then people, which what we're going to be talking about today. And then in the next chapter, we're going to be talking about passion, purpose, people, passion. When we have really dialed in those three things, we've got a powerful message to share that's going to attract an audience. All right, so people, who do you want to help? The theme for today that I want you to focus on is to choose a specific audience to serve. Now, I know this is a challenge. It was a challenge for me when I first started because you might be like me and I used to think, I want to help everybody. I want to help everybody be better. I want to help everybody improve. The problem and the challenge is when you try to talk to everybody, you end up reaching no one. But I want to talk about the power of getting specific. And I might bring this up here in a little bit, but I want to make sure that I hit it right now. I learned this lesson in a real powerful way from the famed copywriter Ray Edwards. Now, a few years ago, he came on one of the uh, summits, online summits that I was hosting, and he said something in the middle of our interview that like I was writing down in the middle of recording the interview. And this is what he said. He said, the more specific you can be, the more powerful your communication becomes. 
And when I heard that, I instantly got it. It made sense to me. And that's what we want here. We want your ideal audience, when they land on your website, to you to have the right words, the right aspirational headline, so that when they land on it, they instantly say, this is for me. This is for me. And when I first understood this was when I started with my very first blog and I was focusing on career coach, but I was trying to be a career coach for everybody. But when I narrowed it down to CPAs, accounting and finance professionals, that's when momentum began to come. Because think about it from a a CPA or from an accounting and finance perspective. If they're looking to take the next level in their career, do they want to work with just a career coach? Or if they had the choice, would they want to work with a career coach for accounting and finance professionals? I think it's pretty obvious, but we don't think about it from a customer's point of view. So knowing this, what I've created, and it's on page 115 in your book, this is something that I've used for years in teaching people how to really help them to identify and narrow in on their audience is something I call the audience filter scorecard. Now the audience filter scorecard, what it does, it removes the emotion out of making a decision around who your audience is, and it just takes a look at it a little bit logical. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna ask six questions, and we're going to rate our answer on one to 10, 10 being the best, one being not so great on each of these. Now, if you want to, you can have up to three different types of audiences that you do this scorecard with, so you can rank them against one another. That's perfectly fine. Or if you wanna just do one at a time, that's okay too. Now, what I introduced in the book back on page 114 was this idea of an egoic label. Now, if you've never heard of egoic label, I'm just gonna read a little bit of this and I think it'll make sense as we get into it. So starting on page 114, here's where we're gonna start. To get even more specific in my search for accounting and finance clients, I also decided to pursue a particular egoic label. Egoic labels are the labels people use to identify or describe themselves. By the way, pause here for just a second. In the word egoic label, you see the word ego. And it's not necessarily a negative reference when we say egoic labels. What it means is a label we actually like to call ourselves. So if you've written a book, you like the label author. If you have a podcast, you like the label podcaster. It's an egoic label. It's a label that you aspire to be or want to be. Hope that makes sense. Now, some common egoic labels we all recognize include golfer, hunter, entrepreneur, dog owner, cat lover, single mom, grandmother, and Mac user. Egoic labels tend to be very specific instead of general. For example, the egoic label I chose to target my first blog was CPA, a certified professional accountant. I positioned myself as the CPA career coach. And so now that you understand that, let's flip over to page 115 at the bottom, and this will make more sense as we go through this exercise. So let's tackle the six questions. Question one, 
And remember, we're rating each of these on a scale of one to 10. So on a scale of one to 10, do I enjoy learning about this egoic label? Now, as crazy as it sounds, many entrepreneurs never stop to ask themselves this question. All they want to know is which opportunity is going to make me the most money. But in order to build a successful message-based business, you must be a leading learner. Now, a leading learner is someone who never stops learning about a topic or group of people. Leading learners have a never-ending curiosity about a subject. Always having something new to say on a topic is the thing that will keep you interesting to your ideal audience. So I hope that's important. You don't have to be an expert per se, but you do need to be a leading learner. It's a topic you love to learn about. Question two, am I passionate about this egoic label? Now, passion should never be the sole reason you pursue a niche, but it does play an important role in building a business. Passion gives you a deep emotional well to draw from, especially in those early stages of your business. When you lack feedback, income, results, testimonials, passion is what keeps you going. All messengers must travel through the valley of obscurity. You don't wait until you reach the mountaintop of running a successful message-based business to add value and help others. You reach the mountaintop by creating value for others when no one is watching. What keeps us writing, creating, and sharing in the early stages of our business is our passion. So are you passionate about this topic? Be honest with yourself on a scale of one to 10. All right, number three, do I have experience or skills related to this egoic label? Now, like I said before, you don't have to be an expert, but you do need to have some common knowledge and be growing in a direction. So you want to make sure that you are a person who has something to say on the topic. And like I mentioned before, that you're a leading learner. Now, I'll give an example, Brendan Burchard's book, The Millionaire Messenger. He talks about three kinds of experts, and maybe this will help you with this idea. First is the results expert. This person teaches and serves others through the lesson and results that they've achieved in life. So if you've already achieved a result, then you're a results expert. You help people get results that you got. There's the research expert. If you're a research expert, it means you've went out and done your research, you've interviewed experts, and you've done more research than other people on the topic, which makes you qualified to talk about it. And then there's the role model. You've built up so much trust, respect, and admiration that people will pay you for all kinds of advice. And that's really what a personal brand is. All right, question four. Does this egoic label have a problem to solve? Entrepreneurs get paid to solve problems. Your products and services are the solution. And that's the first part of the equation. But that's not all that's needed. You may be passionate and knowledgeable on a topic, but if there's no problem to solve, it's going to be difficult for you to build a profitable business. That's why you have to ask this question. Question number five, are other businesses earning money helping this egoic label? Now, this is the one that always trips people up because 
what happens is we look out there and see, oh, there's already so many other people who are helping people in the niche that I want to serve. And we see that as a negative. But the truth is that's a positive because there's lots of people to help. Think about how many pizza restaurants you have in your town or how many Mexican restaurants or how many Italian restaurants. If everybody wanted Italian food in your city, there probably wouldn't be enough Italian restaurants to serve everybody. And that's the same concept you need to remember. There are plenty of people to help. What we want to see is that people want to eat Italian food, using this example, of course. And if there's proof that people are willing to pay money in your niche, that's proof of concept. That's way better than finding a niche that you say, man, nobody's talking about this stuff. It's unproven. We want to see that people are spending money on the niche that we're thinking of pursuing. And then finally, question number six, do I want to serve this egoic label? Now, this is an important question because you have to want to serve the people that you would be helping. So if all the other boxes are checked, but you're like, I'm just not passionate about helping this particular egoic label, that's a problem. We want to make sure that it ticks all the boxes. All right. Now on page 119, there's actually a worksheet right in the book where you can write it in, tally up your score. And we've left space for you to have up to three different audiences as you go through and tally the score. So once you fill out each section completely, you're going to tally it up in the final row. Now, the highest possible score you can get on this is a 60. And so you don't say it wasn't able to get 100. Math doesn't work out that way. But you might be looking at these results and you're just not sure how to interpret them. Let me give you a few a few things to keep in mind. These are, are a little bit of coaching points that I want to make. Number one, the higher the score, the greater the opportunity for you because it's it, it it's really hitting on all cylinders in our assessment. Number two, you also want to go with your gut. If two audiences are very similar, you want to go with your gut. And then number three, if you're still stumped, then ask a friend, ask a peer, ask a coach, get some input, and then realize and remember that there is no wrong decision. The wrong decision is just to stay stuck and not move forward. You can always pivot. You can always decide later that there's another angle, another way, another niche, another audience that you want to go, and that's totally fine. Okay? So your homework after the end of this podcast is to decide your egoic label. And this is going to help tremendously when we get into chapter nine in the next episode, because we want to find the big problems that our egoic label is facing. And knowing your egoic label is going to make it much easier to identify the problem you can help them solve. All right. So that is it for this particular episode. And I want to remind you that if you're enjoying this series, take a moment and like, share, subscribe, or even review our show. 
And if you haven't had a copy of the book just yet, go grab a copy of the book. Go to yourmessagemattersbook.com. And until next time, never forget, your message matters.